Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. To help prepare all of you listeners for the NCAA Round of 16 and home stretch of the 2021 college tennis season, what we're attempting to do here at Crack Rackets is speak with each of the remaining 32 head coaches of the NCAA Division I event. That means 16 men's coaches, 16 women's coaches, all over the next few days on this Cracked Interviews podcast. Now, without further ado, let's get to another one of our conversations with the many outstanding head coaches still alive in the 2021 NCAA Tennis Tournament. Who's your trusted source when it comes to your facility questions, concerns, and needs? Ours is Hard True, the world's largest manufacturer of tennis court surfaces, equipment, and accessories for over 90 years. Partner with their trusted team of experts, along with collegiate greats Jamie Loeb, Alex Rybakov, and Dustin Taylor to bring the service provider of over 30 professional events annually to your facility. Whether it's the red clay of the Houston ATP, the green clay courts of the Charleston WTA, or the official hard court of World Team Tennis, Hard True has you covered. If you're looking to build a court, convert a hard court to clay, or simply resurface your hard court, work together with Hard True in their mission to lead the tennis industry by creating better places to play. To learn more about their state-of-the-art surfaces, along with their catalog customizable on-court accessories, check out hardtrue.com or call 877-442-7878 today. That's hardtrue.com or 877-442-7878 today. Joining us on the show now, head coach of the Georgia Tech women's tennis team, Coach Rodney Harmon. Coach, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I am doing well. I can't complain. And, you know, let's get right into it. The reason I can't complain is because we have a fantastic round of 16 coming up in Orlando on Sunday. Your team going to be competing in that event as well. This past weekend, you guys were able to get two wins over both. Uh, I believe it was North Florida and Georgia Southern in your two matches. How do you feel about your team's opening weekend? You know, I felt like we we played well. Um Obviously, a lot of the, the teams that come in are pretty confident because usually um, the three and four seeds have won their conferences to get in, so they've won a good number of matches. Um, so, you know, everyone's playing their best, and it's it's like the NCAA basketball tournament, win or go home. So everyone's, you know, playing at, a I think, a pretty high level. So, I mean, I was happy with the way we played and just looking forward to going on to Orlando. Mm-hmm. And for your team, it feels like it's been sort of an up and down season. You guys have had some fantastic runs, right? In that ACC tournament, you beat Virginia Tech, you beat NC State, you beat Miami. There was a patch there towards the end of the season where you lost a couple of matches in a row. But, you know, it feels like hey, I've talked to a bunch of coaches and they've all mentioned the fact that it's just been a broken season yet. They feel like they finally have their teams peaking entering the postseason. Uh, do you feel like you're one of those coaches who has their team exactly where you want them? Had an into Orlando you know I you mean you hope so <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> hoping it is anything else I mean 
you there are things that happen outside of your control. I mean, we had a COVID stop in the middle of our year. Uh, we had um, a quarantine where we couldn't play for seven days. Um, we lost one of our players during that time, and we had to come back and play a match with uh, one day of practice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you're not going to play great there. And we play in the toughest conference in the country. So if you're not, you know, if you don't have all the all the bullets in your gun, you're not going to be ready to go against some of the best teams in the country. So, I mean, I think it's, it's such a long season. You start in January, you play through May, you're going to have some ups and downs, and we definitely had those this year. But I feel like coming down the stretch, I uh, felt like we played some really good tennis and um, hope we can just just keep it going. Yeah, absolutely. And again, you look at your record this season, 20 and 10 overall, but it was against the gauntlet that was the ACC, which, you know, I think by every metric, the best conference in women's college tennis this season, um, you know, just start with that conference in general to have to go up against, you know, an NC State team with a top three that on paper, you look at them, you're like, that's usually a national championship winning team to go against a Virginia that has Navarro and Subash and just, you know, that top three, like against anyone and then, of course, you've got the gauntlet of them all. You've got a UNC team up top that brings back everyone, hasn't lost in two seasons. Florida State, I could mention all of the teams. What was that level of play like for you guys to have to go through that ringer of a schedule? I mean, it's, it is it um, is daunting, but I think it's the best way to prepare yourself to play the best teams. Mm-hmm. 2018, um, we played, I think, it was 11 of the top 15 teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just think it's that kind of a situation where you want to play as many top teams as you can play. I mean, in addition to the, to the ACC, we also played South Carolina. We also played Pepperdine. We also played Ohio State. We also played Bandy. We also played Georgia. We also played Auburn. Mm-hmm. So in addition to playing ACC, we also played a number of other top 20 teams and top 10 teams that are, are quite good. So, I mean, we are not afraid to play the level because we understand the level that it takes to play against, you know, those, those types of players and those types of teams. Um, it's just, you have to make sure that, that you're ready to, to play and, and compete on the day you're, you're set up to play. And so we've just got to make sure we're ready to go on Sunday. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And again, there are so many fantastic teams, so many fantastic uh, players throughout the nation. I'll just say it again. I'm very biased because my first tournament, I told you this before we started, I walked into the 2018 NCAA championship. The very first match I saw was that dramatic thriller between you and Pepperdine. The next match I saw was the 4-3 win you guys had over UCLA. And we'll get back to that match in a second. But two constants for me, your dynamic duo up top. Kenya Jones, Vicky Flores. You like that top two against anyone in the nation. You know, you're Kenya, I think, 18 and 7 in dual matches this season. Vicky's been 18 and 5. They've been the rocks at the top of your lineup. They're 23 and 3 in doubles. What have their contributions meant to your team? What's it like to coach a duo that, you know, at, at fifth year, this sort of success? You know, you're just really fortunate where you know that you have such. Um, accomplished players at the top of your lineup that are going to come and bring a good fight, good level each time. I mean, they're also the leaders in practice, so they help uh, to lead our younger players as well. And I think, to be honest, one of our major revivals is um, a thing that's helped us the most is their work and their assistance with some of our younger players because our number six player, I think, is uh, 9-1 and one or 10-1 in her last 11 matches, and our five is maybe 7-3 and three or 8-2 and two in her last um, 10 matches. So, you know, you could feel the younger players feeding off those guys and they feel like they want to contribute. 
uh, so that the weight of, of our team is not always at the top. And so we've gotten a lot of help from our, our four, our five, and our six, and it's really been helpful during this season. Um, I mean, I think against NC State, we won at, we lost doubles. We won at one, four, five, and six. <laughs> and then um, Miami, I think we won at, we won doubles one, six, and four. So, yeah, I mean, we're getting contributions from, I mean, all over the place. And I think that's the key. That's the only way that you can win against some of the top teams in a country is you have to be able be solid at all six spots. Mm-hmm. No, you mentioned some of those numbers. I believe it's uh, Carol Lee is six and two in her last 10. And uh, I believe Ava is six and three and Jane is nine and one. And you talk about their development. I was at the national indoors this year where it felt like those first two matches, every break went against you guys. And, you know, uh, you know, Kenya's playing much better tennis since then. She didn't have her best weekend. Ir- irrelevant. You could see both her and Vicky as they got better throughout the weekend, emphasizing that to their teammates as well and you talk about the development of those young players how has that development gone how far have they come since that kickoff weekend uh you know our young players have come a long way i mean one of the things that was difficult for not just us but all of the acc i think big 10 teams and i think pac 12 teams is that we didn't get to play in the fall mm-hmm. well the first matches our guys our young ladies got to play was in january and so they just got their initial introduction to college tennis in january whereas some other conferences were able to play in the fall. So we've, I felt like that hurt us a bit, um, but it helped us in that we were able to really focus on technical things in their games that we need to work on like younger players in the fall and not have to worry as much about tournaments. So I think now that a lot of that has now sunk in and become very, they have ownership over some things, you can see the progress that they've made um, with their games and they're really playing some good tennis right now. So it's, it was good and it was bad. I mean, it was, Good to have the opportunity to work on some things, but it was bad in that they didn't get to play matches at all in the fall. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oftentimes I tell coaches before, I forgot to tell this to you, that every so often I like to poke the bear and I may ask a question. If you feel the need to swear at me, do it. We'll quack it out with a sound effect. I don't anticipate you're going to need to do that here. <laughs> but when you've got Vicky and Kenya, at again, they've seen everything. Are you almost a backseat passenger? You know, you're the you're the chaperone. You're like, I'll, I'll get us dinner. I'll get us the hotel reservations. Kenya, Vicky, you guys do the leading out there. I, I'm just curious because uh, it's not often you get fifth year seniors with that sort of experience, right? Well, and we we all, unlike some teams, we only have one fifth year senior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenya's our only fifth year senior. Uh, Vicky is a regular, is a fourth. Yeah. Um, and so I mean, I know some teams have bought two or three. Fifth years back, we only have one. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting dynamic in that, you know, the players, they have to lead in the locker room and they have to lead in a dorm and they have to lead when they're here. Um, but when they're here at the tennis center and on the court, they also want to be coached. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's a it's an interesting dynamic in that when they're here, I mean, definitely our coaching staff's leading the show and, and, it's more of a give and take. Hey, this is what I think you need to do today. Okay, I have these, and they'll say, hey, can I do this drill? I'm like, yeah, but I also think you need to do this. Okay, so it's more of a back and forth with them. Because with the younger ones, you're more um, controlling the entire the entire session with them. Um, but, yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, Kenya still wants to improve certain things in her game. We are working this morning. She's working on her second serve. We're working on her kick second serve even more and, and working on her taking returns early. So there's – because her goal is to try to play pro tennis after. So she's looking at 
Rome and seeing what the pros do and what they've been doing. Hey, how can I set my game up to play in the pros as does Vicky? So yeah, that's kind of our dynamic. No, absolutely. And uh, uh, again, uh, it's not just Kenny and Vicky. I'm, I'm curious because we, you know, we, I don't think we got to see her at the national indoors, but I have seen her since. How good's Ava? You know, particularly as a freshman to have her playing two, three, four singles. To ask any freshman to do that's going to be a big commitment. Uh, she's having so much success of late. What, what have you thought of, you know, her first season here uh, on the job? You know, I thought, to be honest with you, when we, during the indoor season, January, I mean, we were leaning on her heavily. Yeah. I mean, you know, when we had a, a big win over Duke in the finals of kickoff, she came back from way down against Georgia Drummond, who's a heck of a player, and mm-hmm. was able to win that match 7 6 in the third for us to win 4 3 against Duke in here. And I felt comfortable. I mean, I felt like she was playing as well as anybody on our team at that stage. But then we lost her for a month due to mono. So <laughs> she's been trying to work her way back from mono, and it has not the easiest thing. Um, mm-hmm. So I think right now she's starting to play closer to the way she was playing earlier in the year. And she's also been working to add a few things to her game as well. So um, I'm hoping that, you know, she plays her best tennis at the NCAAs. We'll see. Yeah, no, I, I, and again, it's going to take everyone on your team, not just Vicky and Kenya, who are going to have matchups on their hands for certain uh, as you come up against number fourth seed uh, UCLA. And I referenced this a bit earlier when you guys made your run to that 2018 NCAA semifinals, one of the teams you had to go through was the UCLA Bruins. You are well aware of what Coach Stella Sampras-Webster and that team is capable of. Uh, before I ask you about that 2018 run, because I am going to sneak in two questions at the end about it, uh, your thoughts on this year's UCLA team, what it's going to take from you all to knock them off? Well, I mean, they have – there's no weakness in their lineup. Mm-hmm. I mean, every player is really, really good. And their top players can compete against anybody's top. Their middle is excellent. I mean, I think Vivian Wolf transferring over from Georgia definitely shows up the middle of anybody's lineup. Great player. They have, you know, great players at the at the bottom. They play excellent doubles. Um, so it's a, it's a team, they're a team that that I think if they get hot, like a number of teams could win it this year. So, you know, we realize it's gonna be a battle with them. We're looking forward to it. Um, you know, we feel like we're playing pretty well. We have some good players as well. So we're just looking forward to the opportunity to play against them. But it's always great to play against Stella and Rance. I mean, they do such a great job coaching our team. Um, their players are really good. They're they're also very fair. They're great sportsmen. So it's it's a joy to play against them. So we're we're just looking forward to the opportunity. Mm-hmm. No, and certainly that is a match I think all of us college tennis fans have circled as one to watch. Now to go back to that NCAA run. 4-3 against Pepperdine, 4-3 against UCLA. You have watched – is that the, the most stress you felt as – like, do you – I know, you know, you, you have, a, a again, the hairline, unfortunately. It's, mine's not too gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I feel like those two matches are the matches that – those are the ones you lose all of your hair as a coach, even when you come through. When you look back at those moments, you know, what do you remember about the instance? Because I, I, I imagine it's an adrenaline rush. You know, it, it's interesting, though, because you realize how good Pepperdine's team was. Yeah. Three players in the quarters, NCAAs and singles, and two in the semis and one in the finals. So, you know, I mean, when they did the UTRs before the event, I think they had the the, the highest mm-hmm. for any team in a tournament. And I think we had the ninth or tenth highest. So, 
you know, you realize you're going to have to play at a high level and you just kind of get there. And for me, I didn't feel stressed at all because I knew it was going to be a battle. I knew we had some players who were going to give 100%. Uh, we had Paige Horgan on our team who's just tough as nails, who fights like a junkyard dog. And so she was really leading a team that night as she did against UCLA. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was just fun. To be honest with you, it was, it, was, it was more fun than it was anything else. I mean, obviously, as it got later and later, it was <laughs> a, bit, uh, a bit difficult. The last, to be honest with you, the match that was the most stressful was at the time we had either Jaws Krog um, mm-hmm. playing for us, and they had um, uh, the girl who transferred to UCF who's really good. The from Pepperdine? I think it was Leva, Leva Shova. Leva Shova. That was the match that I think was the most um, telling match. Yeah. Um, because the match went so long, and then it came down to and it went indoors, right? I remember us all moving. No, no, that, in. no, that no that's, that's the next outdoors. night. That's the that's next not, night. Yeah, that match right. was outdoors, and it was interesting because at the end, Leva Shova, because the points were going so long, she started yeah. cramp. Yeah, and it had a it had a very strange ending, to be honest with you. And it was weird because it Ida ended up winning a match, um, and that was a pivotal match because in the finish was was Vicky. Um, who was cramping herself and she just managed to get to the finish line, but the match was about four and a half hours long. And it was one of the longest matches I've played until the next match, the next night, <laughs> even longer, um, which came on to Ida again at the finish line. Um, but you know, in that match, Paige was down to Stefania set in four one and came back and won. Mm-hmm. So just a back and forth. Whereas Kenya had match points on Ashley Leahy and Leahy came back and won. So it was just a back and forth and tug and, but we had played so many good teams. I mean, anytime you're playing North Carolina and Duke and Florida State and Miami and Virginia, and if you're playing your conference, Wake Forest, you're playing so many good teams that you're used to it. You just, you're just, I mean, we're used to playing really good teams. Mm-hmm. So we expect there to be resistance back and forth. We expect it to go back and forth and they're going to resist and we're going to resist. And it's just, you know, it's going to come down to a battle. But I think for us, you know, that's what we're used to here at Georgia Tech. I mean, that's what, we, we play good teams because we want to be able to, at the end to play our, our best tennis. And you know, you're going to win some of those matches during the season. You're going to lose some of them, but it's okay because you're hoping at the finish line, that's going to help you uh, when you have to play at the big dance. So that's what we're hoping. No, I, again, absolutely. And uh, I, I mentioned it before you guys dropped doubles against UCLA and I know it was, I think it was Ida who clinched at four, but I remember Nami at five, that match she oh. played against Ian and it was just, I remember that. That was just the. It was a battle. Just every. Oh, yeah. That was the one that that when you guys got that match in straight, it felt like all right. Now, now you're winning. Well, you know what the match for me though was. To be honest with you, the match was Paige coming back down yeah. the break against Shibahara, mm-hmm. and she figured out one scenario that was going on, and we sat down and talked about it, and she said, "Oh my God, you're right." <laughs> <laughs> if you knew Paige, you'd appreciate that, but it's like, and she was able to play into the right pattern and get control of the match. Then once she got going, she just sat down in the third set and said, no, I think I got this. And so I honestly, I got up and left and went over to the NAMI match because I felt really comfortable that Paige was there. And when she, I saw that she, she finished her match, I mean, I just knew NAMI was down like 4-0 in the first and came back and she just such a fighter. And played so well. Um, that was a huge win for us. And then obviously Johnice won, I think, at two or three. And then it just came down to Ida at four. And uh, 
it was crazy. It was against Altic. That was a great match. So, you know, we've had some of those battles this year. I mean, obviously a match with Duke. Um, we had a 4-3 with NC State. That was just – we had two nasty, tough matches with NC State. We had two really tough matches with Duke. We've had two killer match, four threes with Miami. I mean, it's been a back and forth. Um, we lost a tough one to Ohio State. We lost, I thought, a good match against Pepperdine. Um, so, yeah, a good. I mean, I thought we played well even against Georgia. We lost them over in Athens. So, I'm just looking forward to a battle. I know we're going to go out and, and fight. And, yeah, I mean, I think there's a series of really, really good teams playing. Um, but I will tell you, North Carolina is really good. We played them twice already and they're they're really good that is yeah i appreciate that tidbit and again i i when when we're done with this season you can expect an email from me we there's there's a 45 minute conversation here that's just waiting to happen (laughs) coach because i sincerely appreciate it but again you talk about the battle uh there is no denying you guys are going to give ucla a battle and i know we are all looking forward to it so coach thank you so much for taking the time to chat all righty take care Yeah, you as well. Take care. All right. Bye-bye.